how would you feel if I started recording from a beanbag lounger? That sounds like an audio nightmare. I'm just so uncomfortable at 31 weeks pregnant. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Whatever is True podcast. I am your host, Jake, with my lovely 31-week pregnant wife, Bethany. I am very uncomfortable. These chairs are not helping. But hey, everybody, I am really happy to be here today. I was going to say, change your attitude, please. (laughs) Restart. Welcome back. We are just stepping on toes left and right, it feels like. Last week, we had a great interview, but before that, we talked about Disney, and this week, we are going to be talking about Halloween. So, if you have not left us a review or rating, we would really appreciate it right now, um, just to make sure people keep seeing our podcast and we can... Continue to step on toes. Yes, apparently. (laughs) All right. So before we get into today's episode, I want to share with you guys our affiliate company for today's episode, and that is Abide and Know. Abide and Know sells children's sermon notes, like note taking. So if your kids sit in church with you on a Sunday morning, this is an excellent little notebook that can help them organize and keep notes from church. Emmett And Hadley sit with us for one Sunday a month. The other Sundays, they are in Sunday school. But on that family worship day, this is what we have started to use. And it is just an excellent resource. You can use my code Bethany20 to get 20% off of your order. It's really cool, too, because it just breaks it down for them, or rather it segments everything. So they have a spot for the date. They have a spot for who's talking, you know, things that you might not just learn if someone just goes, yeah, take notes. So it's a really cool book. It's a nice hardcover book to help it last longer as well. Okay. So today we are talking about Halloween. And this was a topic we decided to do a while ago. And it's because over the last couple of years, I have become a lot more vocal about where our family stands on this topic. But more so than that, I also realized I had to research a lot more. And we decided that we wanted this topic to be here because we do feel very firmly about it. And we recognize that a lot of parents had a lot of questions about it. And we thought it would be helpful to maybe share our story with this. Now, there's a lot of history that goes with Halloween. And we were originally going to have the beginning of this episode dedicated to the origins and to the history of Halloween. But the more we started to research about it, the more we realized that there was a lot of conflicting information. Um, This dates back very a very long time ago. And sometimes when you try to obtain all that information, um, it can get a little 
muddled. And so what I would encourage everyone listening today is go on a deep, deep dive, deep, deep dive and do some research for yourself. It is, it is absolutely fascinating. And you did a lot of research on it. Yeah, it's very interesting. And there's so much that goes into this holiday. I don't even want to call it a holiday. Just there's so much that went You're in. You're showing our cards already. Sorry. I, I think they already knew. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much that goes into this. like Because if you look at a timeline online of all of the different things being added to Halloween, it's a lot over the course of years and years to get to where we're at now. And we're not digging into all of that stuff in this podcast. There's a lot of podcasts or videos out there and there's articles and we're going to link one that's very, very interesting. But we're not going to dive into that because there's too many people going, oh, well, this was from the Catholic Church and this didn't mean that and this person didn't know what he was talking about when he interpreted this. And we're just, we're not historians. We are going to talk about Halloween from our point of view. Well, and the more we talked about this, the more we realized that what we base not celebrating Halloween off of isn't necessarily the history. It's actually the Halloween of today. And once we had that discussion, it really just changed the trajectory of this episode. And so as Jake said, in the show notes, we're going to link a really good video by World History Encyclopedia that should give you a good head start if this is something that you are looking to learn more about. Um, I know Dale Partridge also has a really good episode on this. And those are the two that I would start with. Yeah, but definitely do a broad range because like I said, there's so many different points of view and thoughts on this that you really need to kind of see it from all different angles. And you'll learn a lot if that's what you want to learn about. Well, and to note though, I mean, there is still evil in the history of how Halloween came about. Oh, absolutely. People thought that this time of year... The um, veil between the living and the dead was lowered. So they practiced um, seances to contact the dead. And there's a lot of evil involved. And the Catholic Church tried to redeem it. And once again, just go research it for yourself. There's a lot of interesting things there. But we want to talk about our history with Halloween so individually speaking, Jake's family and my family. Yeah, our family did not celebrate Halloween. Um, and we lived right down the street from the high school in town. So our road was very popular for trick-or-treaters, or our whole neighborhood was. And every year, if we were home, we would turn off the lights and on the outside and post up a sign saying, sorry, no trick-or-treating. And it was just from a young age instilled in us that we don't need to associate with Halloween. And as we grew up, you know, we would go to harvest parties or other things like that instead of celebrating Halloween. So we had other alternatives rather than 
just trick-or-treating and celebrating Halloween. So my background is very similar. Grew up in a family that had literally nothing to do with Halloween. We had church parties that were harvest parties. They were not trunk or treats. It really was just a fall celebration and a way of getting the community to know about our church. I know that it bugged me as a child and I would beg to be able just to dress up once or just to go to one person's house to trick or treat and get candy. And I really struggled as a kid. I really wanted to fit in with everybody else. I didn't like being different. There was no, there were no other Christian families that we knew that did not celebrate Halloween that I I recall at least. Now you can fact check me and ask my mom, but I don't remember ever like wanting desperately to go out trick-or-treating. Obviously, I wanted the candy, and then I wanted the costumes to like play in and stuff. But the actual act of trick-or-treating, I don't remember like feeling like I was missing out on anything. Interesting. Yeah, I think I really just wanted to do what everyone else was doing. I guess I was a follower, and now mm. I couldn't care less. Sounds like a firstborn thing. <laughs> So when we had Emmett, it was our turn to make decisions and decide how our family was going to be dealing with October 31st. And the only thing as parents that we ever really did is we were helping with a youth group at our old church and there was a Halloween slash harvest slash costume party that we went to and we had the best outfit because it was a family outfit. Emmett had this little onesie that was all green with an big eye. So he was Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc. And Bethany dressed up as Boo and I dressed up as Solly. It was awesome. This this is crazy. This is us. We're anti, not anti-Disney, but we obviously just had an episode all about Disney and now we're talking about Halloween But listen, we all come from somewhere, and this is where Jake and I came from, and so we did Disney characters, and I still think it was like more of a costume party, because I feel like we wouldn't have gone to a Halloween party and done that. But we were leaders, so we went. Whatever. Doesn't matter. We don't go to that church anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It was an awesome family outfit. If I can find a picture, I will put it in the show notes. So um, somewhere in this general timeline of becoming parents, we did begin to research on our own because we did not want to not celebrate Halloween just because our parents didn't celebrate it and because we weren't allowed to growing up. We wanted to figure out what we actually thought and how we wanted to raise our family. So we began researching and In good conscience, we decided afterwards that we could not participate in Halloween. It was something that we were convicted on just very immediately. And I will be honest that it wasn't that hard to say no to just because of our history. But it wasn't just having our parents' convictions. It was actually having our own conviction regarding the the holiday. 
So as we mentioned in the beginning of our podcast, we talked a little bit about the history and when we were doing our own research, a lot of it revolved around the history. But what we really want to pinpoint and focus on today is Halloween today, Halloween in 2022 or whenever you happen to listen to this episode, if it be in the future. Well, it's not going to be in the past. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm sorry. It was right there. I had to. (laughs) So if you look at Halloween today, just present day Halloween, what do you see? Like, what do you associate with it? Skeletons. Okay. Skeletons, which in and of themselves are not terrible, obviously. God gave us all a skeleton. We all have skeletons. But you just said ghosts, Mm -hmm. witches, witchcraft, goblins. There is a lot of darkness and evil promoted throughout this entire holiday season. And I have a problem with that. I have a huge problem with that. And I have a huge problem partaking in a a day that promotes all of those things. Now, I understand that there are a lot of people who just say, well, we don't partake in that aspect. And I I, I get that. I, I hear that. But it doesn't change the focus of this season. And it really drives me crazy because I drive around town, I go into stores, and everything is just in your face with this disgusting evil decorations and gore and whatnot. And so And it's really hijacked all of the season. Like pretty much after July 4th, it's Halloween stuff or Halloween stuff is coming. And then, as we saw at Costco this week already, there's already Christmas stuff. Like it completely negates Thanksgiving. It just like steamrolls the whole season instead of it just being one day. Ephesians 5.11 says, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Yeah. And this is kind of our rebuttal to anyone that says, oh, well, we don't we don't take part in the the evil part of it. We dress our kids up cute and everything. But it says right here, take no part in unfruitful works of darkness. And how is this, once again, not calling it a holiday, this day, Halloween, how is this not darkness? How can you have spirits and witches and witchcraft and like all these demonic things and it not be darkness? And I think it's because a lot of people believe is just cute and fun and they have been it's also nostalgic for a lot of people because that was their childhood they grew up trick-or-treating and going to halloween parties and so when you have something that's associated with your childhood you want that for your children as well i mean i i i I understand that sentiment as well, especially as I think about holidays that we do celebrate and how i get excited to see my kids grow up with those same traditions that I did as a child. Yeah. Well, and also you can look at every holiday. We're in such a consumer 
world right now that every holiday has become bigger and bigger and bigger. Like you look back at old movies or TV shows like, yeah, Christmas was celebrated, but there wasn't as many gifts. There wasn't, you know, as many lights and and stuff on houses or the 4th of July barbecues weren't these huge blowouts with fireworks in everyone's backyard. So, but that's a whole nother topic. Well, it is because as you were talking, I was like, well, enter in social media and all of a sudden we can all see what everyone else is doing. And we're like, wait a second, we don't do that. Oh, I like that idea. And before you know it, you've accumulated all of these ideas and your holiday has become huge. And you feel that pressure of like, well, Sally is doing this, so I need to be doing that because obviously my kids are missing out if they don't have it. Stay tuned next week for our episode on minimalism. (laughs) Versus consumerism. (laughs) Anyways, going back to Ephesians 5.11, I, I don't think enough people expose the works of darkness. And I think people have been tricked. And they have fallen into this trick of the devil. And it's actually a great quote by Charles. Help me with the last name. We're going to say Baudelaire. Okay. And the quote is, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. And I know Halloween has devils and demons and stuff like that, but people don't look at it as this is a portrait or what most people portray Satan to be, they just think of, oh, it's a cute costume. Oh, it's a scary decoration. And it's not it's not looking at it as this is the devil. This is the father of lies. This is God's enemy. And I I, I think he has done a great job tricking us into thinking that he doesn't exist. We were watching a interview with an ex-Satanist in preparation for today's episode, and he was adamantly opposed to Christians celebrating Halloween, and I thought, what an interesting view coming from him. Like, who knows what he's seen on his side, but he did recognize the evil and the satanic aspect of Halloween and, you know, felt the need to warn other Christians that this is just not a holiday to be partaking in. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting when he said, well, he was asked, like, well, people just say that they're having fun dressing up their kids. He he responded with, it's just one day a year. Yes, but do you see Satanists coming to our churches on Good Friday to just celebrate one day a year? No, they want nothing to do with our religion. So why on earth would it be okay for us, even if it's just for one day, to be involved with evil? One last thing I want to add into why we don't participate in Halloween as a family, or something I want to make clear rather, is that this isn't because we're afraid or we're living in fear on the day of Halloween. Um, we, we have God on our side. We know that Jesus wins in the end. And that is the, the truth that we hold to. Romans 8.31 says, What then shall we say in response to these things? 
if God is for us, who can be against us? So I just wanted to clarify because I know that a lot of people who do celebrate Halloween look at people who don't celebrate Halloween and like just it's nothing to be afraid of. And we don't live in that in fear on Halloween or any day of the year. Yeah, it's pretty awesome knowing the end. It's awesome being on the winning team and knowing that God is for us and no one can stand against us. Now, one thing that has become pretty popular lately is people saying, well, let's redeem Halloween or let's reclaim Halloween. Why? We don't need to. There's no reason that we need to redeem Halloween or try to fit God into Halloween. Like, we don't need to do anything. God will redeem this earth when he comes again. We don't need to redeem one day. And we don't need to be part of it. Or I think that if that's your heart's intent or your goal is you want to redeem this day and you want to be a light because right like we are children of light that there are ways to go about existing or doing something on the day of Halloween and we're we'll talk about some of those things that we we would personally do but I feel like when we try to reclaim it and we Part, but we're reclaiming and redeeming it by participating in it. It feels to me like we're still giving into the ways of the world. Like, okay, the world has decided this is how we celebrate Halloween. And a lot of Christians are just like, all right, well, we're going to kind of sneak our way in here and do what the world's doing, but we're going to do a little differently. Right. And like, that's one thing that we need to remember. We are not of this world. We have heaven to look forward to, and we don't have to celebrate every holiday that the world celebrates. Because guess what? Every day is National Dog Day or Sibling Day. We don't need to celebrate everything, and we do not need to celebrate Halloween. I think another question to ask is, why are we or why are people trying so hard to find ways that are acceptable to celebrate it? And to be part of it. It seems like we look at this holiday and we can identify parts of it that are wrong. Like I think Christians as a whole can and do say that. They can say, well, yes, like witches are not of God. Witchcraft is not of, is not of God. And we don't want to be part of that. But they view the rest of it and try to find something that they can participate in. And so that's really like the question I would just ask is, why? Why is it that so important to you? I completely agree. Now, there are ways. Well, do, do you think there are ways that we can participate in Halloween as Christians? I do. So going back to growing up, my family would not do anything related to Halloween, and that included giving out candy on Halloween night to trick-or-treaters. But my grandmother had a different idea, and she thought, I'm just going to leave a bucket of candy here with tracks, with, with the gospel message on it. And I remember as a child thinking about that, 
and now as an adult thinking about it, and I, I don't personally feel convicted over that, even though like, I, I guess it would be participating in a sense in Halloween, but it would have very different intentions and it would be giving the gospel to all of these people that are coming to my front porch. You're participating in giving kids cavities and that is evil. (laughs) So could you omit the candy so that you don't have anything? I mean, sure you, you could. Um, But I personally think that that's fine. Jake and I have never done that. And I, we haven't even talked about if we would do it this year, actually. But I, I would rather not. Um, but I think that if that's something that you don't feel convicted over, like if you think it's okay to do and something you desire to do, I, I mean, not that you need my permission to do anything, but that's something that I feel is okay. Yeah, and this just gave me a great idea. I want you guys to go to our Instagram page, whatever's true co, and shoot us how you guys celebrate on Halloween. Whether you do trick or treating and you don't think it's a big deal, or if you guys do harvest parties or, or, or whatever, or if you hand out tracks, if you're sharing the gospel to trick or treaters and the parents. So it always comes up though, what else can we celebrate? Right? Right. I mean, it's a great time of the year. It's my favorite time of the year. The leaves are changing. They're beautiful. The weather's getting nice and cool, and you can wear a hoodie. And don't give me that look. You know I like the cold. I I do. But anyways, so what are some other things that you can be celebrating instead of Halloween? Well, we've mentioned a couple of them already. There's fall slash harvest fests. Um, There's just thanking God for the provision that he has given us because this is harvest time. So God has is always providing for us and we can celebrate that and give him thanks for that. There's also Reformation Day. Where are my Martin Luther fans at? Reformation Day is like my new favorite holiday ever since learning about it very recently but I got a reformation study to do with the kids last year we made um well you should probably explain a little bit more about what reformation day is first before I say what we're doing because they're gonna be like gummy worms what are you talking about (laughs) reformation day is celebrating Martin Luther nailing his 95 theses to the church wall Now, Martin Luther translated the New Testament from Greek into German for the modern person to be able to read it. And that is what his 95 Theses were about, was the overreach of the Catholic Church of the day. So he was seeing ways that the Pope and church leadership were taking advantage of the 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 peasants, or just the average person, because the average person didn't know what scripture said. So different priests were able to tell people. So the people could only learn what was in the Bible from the priests. And all men are wicked, so they would use that to their power to get what they wanted. And Martin Luther 
had enough of that. He was a monk and he was studying the scriptures and he felt that the church was wrong. So he wrote 95 theses, nailed them to the church wall. Fun story about that. When I was younger, my mom taught us that. And I was talking to someone and they asked me what I was learning in school. And I said, we learned how Martin Luther nailed the 95 feces to the church wall. This is one of those stories that Jake's mom loves to tell. And it was really fun to hear every time while we were dating and to embarrass Jake a little bit. And I'm sure she'll be telling my kids and I will never live it down. I cure it. So Reformation Day, you can celebrate it on the day. Um, like I said, we we did a study with the kids last year that I'll be doing again this year. And we made gummy worms for the diet of worms. And there's a lot of great books to help summarize the story for your children to learn. So that's what we have been doing the last couple of years is focusing this season on Reformation Day. And I really enjoy it. The kids really enjoy it. We've done like family activities together on it. Yeah, it is just a nice alternative. So as we close today's episode, we just wanted to leave you with a few things to think about. First Thessalonians 5.22 says, abstain from every form of evil. I really encourage you to think about that and really just dig into your convictions, whether it be about Halloween or anything else. I mean, it says every form of evil. So like I said, whether it's Halloween or something else that's going in your life, just dig into your convictions, know what you believe. Like Bethany and I talked about earlier, we wanted to know why we weren't celebrating it instead of just saying, well, that's what our parents did. We want to be convicted. We want to know our reasonings for what we're doing. Because it was really easy in that in-between stage of being underneath our parents' rules and then having children. And there was a period in both of our lives where we we didn't ever really celebrate a Halloween, but we would like partake in things here or there. Or, and it was easy to just be like mediocre feeling about the holiday and to not really go all in, but still, you know, maybe go to a party or do some, do something. And there was this realization, as we've said, that when we became parents, we really needed to dig deep into those convictions and figure out what we really believed regarding participation in the holiday. And so I think there is a difference between just viewing the holiday and saying, ah, whatever, like, it doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't mean anything to my kids. We're just having fun and we're doing this versus really taking that time to research the history, as we mentioned at the beginning, and to seek the Bible. And what does God say about evil and things like it? And then pray and like ask God for discernment and direction in how your family is supposed to 
participate or not participate in Halloween? A good question. I would encourage anyone who's sitting on the fence on this topic to ask themselves would be, are you making an excuse to partake in Halloween? And if so, why? What is that excuse? Why do you feel the need to partake? And I would examine that for yourself and figure out what the answer to that is. Another verse in 1 Thessalonians 5, this is verse 5, says, For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. And I read this verse and I think about everything that Halloween promotes. And we are called as children of God to be children of light. And what does that look like for for you, for us. And I don't think that we're all going to come up with the exact same answers to this, but I want to encourage you to focus on being a light on Halloween, but every single day of the year, because that's what our world needs right now. It's what it is dying to see. And it is dying to hear the news of Jesus Christ, even if they don't know it, they are. Um, And so just take that role of being a child of light, of being a child of God and loving those around you and asking God, you know, how he would see fit for you to live and exist on Halloween day. All right. So you've got our thoughts on Halloween as Christians. And if you disagree with us, head on over and let us know. We are at whatever is true co on Instagram. Bethany is at Waves and Lilacs, and I am at Jake Off Script. We'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.